friends, this is the Be Real Babe podcast, a place where your average Canadian wolf pack come together to talk about life stresses, messes, and successes. Each week, we will bring you new episodes sharing our experiences on a ton of different topics in hopes that we get a better understanding of ourselves, each other, and this crazy world we live in. We want to build a community where we can show up as ourselves, be real, and lay it all out there. By sharing our experiences, we hope to reach others who can relate so we can all help each other learn, grow, and heal. But please keep in mind, as a disclaimer, none of us here are professionals, no one is giving any advice, we are strictly speaking of our life experiences and for entertainment purposes only. Now with that being said, it's time. So grab your drink, grab your joint, and let's jump right in. Welcome everyone. Welcome back to the Be Real Babe podcast. I'm your host, Brandy, and here with me today is my beautiful co-host, Kayla. Hey girl. Hey babe, what's up? Oh, I am just so ready for this episode because I just am equally excited and embarrassed about what we're going to talk about. I literally can't even tell you when I seen the like the picture go up for the like the polls and everything. I got so pumped because it was like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air kind of vibe to the color theme and you, you killed it. So I'm really excited about this. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So guys, we just thought, you know, we've talked about a lot of very serious and heavy stuff and equally light, but we thought this one would be really fun because Kayla was born in the nineties and I was four to 14 during the nineties. So we definitely, that's a big chunk of the beginning of our lives. And honestly, it makes me laugh going back. It's been a lot of fun reminiscing and just with everything in the way the world is right now, we just thought a good couple laughs of how things used to be and some fun pictures of us in that time (laughs) for your entertainment we volunteer as tribute for this so we're doing a throwback to the 90s and we're going to go over some polls that we posted online we're going to go through some random facts that we've pulled on the internet and just kind of random memories that we have as we're going to travel down this uh, fun little episode of revisiting all the fun things in the 90s it was such a good time like it was I'd almost like to go back a little bit, like when I think about it, because when you just right now with what's going on right now, it would be so awesome to be back in the 90s worrying about these things. And you know what? I feel like in the 90s, I was really thinking about it, like talking about it. And I know I was very young at this time, but and maybe it was just my age, but I feel like the 90s were where everyone was just trying to honestly discover who they were. And there was like no judgment or like offense or like everyone was just trying to find their own place and their own way in the world. It's like when grunge came out and like when, you know, you started seeing, I don't know, just more diversity came out, I think. And and if you look back at the styles, I mean, there's a lot of denim. So much denim. Denim and plaid and like really oddly cut clothing, like three quarter inch pants and shirts they weren't crop tops but they weren't normal shirts they're kind of like in the middle and everything was held together with like safety pins and shit like it was weird but yeah it was just like everyone just did it I don't know I kind of I do miss that part I think dude it was cool and I don't know how it is for you like over there like in Kelowna but Victoria is very hard going 90s like they're all the kids out there are wearing like Nike Air Max and the three quarter length pants. And if their pants are long, then they roll them up and they got the high white socks and like, it's crazy. I feel like, I feel like I'm in the nineties here. Yeah. 
that's fair that's fair victoria has that vibe it's very um there's a lot of different everything here so there's definitely some of that here for sure and i I always wonder yeah i honestly i'm looking back now so i'm like i like i'm gonna reintroduce some of this like i love the colors of them that's probably my favorite is just the outrageous different colors and then just nothing had to match or be make any sense exactly and it's perfect yeah it's perfect for my brain (laughs) um so for this episode guys like we said we did a little poll and we did a spot where we asked a bunch of questions and I left it open for people to answer and then there was also another part where we did a poll where it was kind of this or that and then I've pulled some random jibber jabber fun facts from the 90s there's so many things that happened you guys we do not have time obviously to cover all the crazy things but just funny things so we're going to start off with the poll um, where we just open blankly, open blankly, open what? Asked openly and left it blank for people to answer. Some fucking English like that. What a Monday. Love it. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Kayla will answer and I'm going to answer. Kayla will ask. I will answer from the Instagram poll. How they work. All right. Yeah. Okay. So we already. Yeah, we're going to go with it. What stage were you in the 90s is one of our our first questions. So we had born to 12, which was 24, which is the majority. Um, There were six of you in your teens and two of you in your 20s and no one in your 30s. So we would be the same. I would be 4 to 14. And Kayla was obviously born in the 90s. So that would be her realm. So I love that. We're all kind of in the same same era. We all grew up in those... (laughs) First years in the 90s. That's why we're all so super fucking stylish, obviously. Right? Like, I don't know about you, but... Oh, no. You have the best style, by the way. Uh, I love your style. Do I? I, I don't even know if I do. I uh, have one. I it think suits I just... you. Yeah. No, you dress well. I think oh. I love. I loved your uh, dress reel, so that, that was really fun. I loved it. It was kind of one of those things where I was so excited because I'm sorry for everyone that's not in... Um, BC it is supposed to be nice everywhere but it is going to be 20 to 22 degrees at the end of the week in Kelowna here so we Mm -hmm. are absolutely ready for dress weather and I was so excited and Grant is always up for a funny uh cameo (laughs) in my reels so if you haven't seen it go to my Instagram and wait till the end it's definitely worth it and I almost shit myself when (laughs) laughing when he put my dress on Oh, I have ruined it. But anyways, you'll have to see it in real life. But uh, it was just like when we did our reel for the switch and we switched bathing suits. And oh, yes. When we were finding our bathing suits that would fit him, I came around the corner. And he's like, I don't think this one, his nuts are hanging out of my bathing suit. And I damn near died. It was the best, the best time ever. So as much as I don't want to spend too much time making funny reels, sometimes it is really fun. And I really advise doing it together because it's hilarious. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah. Holy crap. Anyways, we're but yes. yeah, next. So our next question, which was, who were your favorite artists? Okay, so favorite artists. Um, let's see. So favorite artists of the 90s. We have Alanis Morissette. Oh, love her. Um, Brittany. Yes, free hashtag free Brittany. Um, if you are interested in looking into that, go on YouTube, follow a guy named Sloan and he reports on all Britney Spears stuff. Um, and then we've got J-Lo, obviously, um, and on Nelly. 
Oh, what about Usher? Yeah, Usher too. Yeah. And Mm. uh, I think for me, I was always obsessed with, I think it was, Brandy was for sure. And I think there was a Brandy and Monica because she had the same name as me and she had a beautiful voice and I was just obsessed. And obviously, Mm. um, yeah, I was obsessed with those two too as well. There's so many, there's so many. Honestly, 90s was a really good time for music in my opinion. It was. It really was. Um, that rolls us to the next one. Favorite game? Oh, so we missed one. Sorry. Let's go back. I must have forgot. So I did this twice. I always do this to you guys. I'm going to get better at this. So I did favorite artists and favorite bands. So for favorite bands, we had Spice Girls, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Spice Girls, Prince, Backstreet Boys, and All Saints. Oh, All Saints. Oh, I don't think I know who that is. All Saints. Oh, I'll have to show you. Um, uh, I think they had the... They were the original Lady Marmalade singers, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I think. Anyways, I'll send you some, but oh, I'm just remembering it. I'm not singing it, so I'm terrible. So Back to Boys, Aqua, Hanson. <laughs> That's great. Hanson. Yeah. Spice Girls, Back to Boys again, Savage Garden. Savage Garden. Oh. Savage Garden. That's a good one. Back to Boys again. Rock Set. Oh, Salt and Pepper. Yes. TLC, NWA. <laughs> SWV Wu Tang Clang Public Enemy. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good, solid mix there. Uh, uh, that was a really good mix. Aqua Spice Girls, Britney Spears, Blink One Eighty Two, Offspring, Oasis. Yes, yes, yes. And then Spice Girls again. I think all of us. Okay, so funny story. I'm going to post these two. I still have five original Spice Girl dolls in their like original packaging. What? Yeah, all five of them. I love you. That's amazing. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> So my mom did this thing where she bought all of them and then she bought me an extra ginger spice because that was my favorite. And I wasn't allowed to open the other ones, but I was allowed to open that one and that was it. So the rest are still in like decently mint boxes, like a little bit wearing from all my moving, but the dolls themselves are mint condition. Um, Yeah, so I'll make sure to post that. That's like my favorite thing (laughs) that I have that I kept. But yeah, so those bands are all great, which we're going to compare down the road here. So sorry, now you can go to say the next one. Favorite game of the 90s. 90s. So, Mall Madness was my favorite. I'm just going to say that. So, and then Dream Date was the entry for that too. There wasn't much on that one, but Mall Madness was my favorite. I don't know if you ever played that one. You might have been too young, maybe. I'm thinking, yeah, I did that. These ones weren't, this isn't familiar to me. Like, when I think about like games, I think about like Uno or like Trouble or. That one, like, you get, like, those, where you have, like, little fishes and stuff. Like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking Magnet, yeah. yeah like, well, there was a random assortment of games. Like, I, there's another one, too, where it's, like, got little wooden, like, pucks almost. They're t- small, like, toony size. And you you have a octagon board with pegs and holes. And you're, the point of the game is to flick the wooden things into the the circle the holes in the board yep, game well, that's fair. and you get points yeah. I think it's called crokinole but yeah that was that was yeah, nice. fair. no that's fair so mall madness was like you had a mall and then you had credit cards and money and then you bought stuff at the mall and you went around and swiped your credit card and fucking cool yeah and then dream date was like I'd play that yeah, now totally it's honestly if I can find it I will get it we'll play it and then Dream Date was like, hey, there cool. was this like old school phone, like an old school phone, like a very first cell phone, like the big fucking clunky ones. Like, I'm not talking big flip phone. I'm talking like, it's like the size of your head big. 
Oh, with a big antenna? Yes, this is very dating me. So that, that <laughs> phone, and then you'd pick it up, and maybe it got better over time, you guys, but when I, my age, and then it was like a boy, and then you talk to him on the phone. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so there's, yeah. Yeah, board games were definitely some of my favorite ones. I wish I would have spent more time on this figuring it out, but Mom Madness was my jam. I loved that. It was, yeah, some of the best. All right. Some good shit there. (laughs) Okay, so um, our next one would be favorite toy. And uh, for the perverts out there, we meaning as children, as, as a child, not for, you know, not your favorite toys. We don't want to hear that. As soon as I typed it out, I was like, someone's going to fucking say something nasty, but no one did. So that's good. So yeah. what an answer is, was Nintendo. Mm. And that was definitely something that was huge in my life growing up was definitely the new video games. There's all different kind of video games um, for me growing up. I think they're just trying to find their right way. Now it's like, you've got your, a couple and it's that, but when it was like our time, or my time specifically, they're all just trying to figure out their way. So there's a bunch of different kinds. Like, I can't even remember so many. It's so ridiculous. Um, but I know uh, Grant said one of his favorite was like GoldenEye on N64. That was like huge. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No? That one of mine, yeah. yes. That was one of my, me and my brother, all, like, oh yeah, dude, we just fired up the GameCube the other day. And played like a 007 game. And I'm just like, this is such a blast. Like we had the Sega Genesis, the Nintendo 64. Yeah. I don't, we didn't have the GameCube. I don't know. I asked, tried to ask Ryan. Uh, he said that came out later. So I was much older and not interested. No. But yeah, that's funny. Grant yeah. said that that's his Yeah, we, yeah, we game. had N64 and I had like the Nintendo and you had like the duck game where you shot the duck and like, duck yeah. Hunter? And then like, if you go way back, you used to have like this um, same kind of time, but you would like paint stuff and you could like paint on the screen and oh my gosh, this is making me feel so old. Um, <laughs> Mario but it was Kart, cool at yeah. the time. Cause Dude, it was like when N64 yeah. came out and Mario and the whole like 3d fucking video game mm-hmm. thing happened. I honestly, I think I was like, I don't know, 11 or 12 <laughs> or some shit like that. And I honestly thought I was tripping on mushrooms. Cause I was like, what am I looking at? Like, what is this sorcery? They really it took right? me a while to wrap my head around anyways, but I loved it after. And like, um, Mar- I think everyone can say that Mario Kart's like originally when you first played it, it was one of the funnest times of your life. Yeah. And I actually reintroduced that. We got a Nintendo switch and, uh, that's one of my favorite yeah. games. So we play it with cash now. It's a hundred percent. I love it. I love Zelda. Yeah. Like all the old ones, like Sonic too, the hedgehog back in the day. Yep. Sonic, yeah. Fuck. Sonic was ones. amazing. Yeah. And then too, like thinking of different toys, like, Tamagotchi and like I used to always play with like Polly Pockets like that was huge for me mm-hmm. Polly Pockets oh my god I loved it oh and I forgot one game me looking too. at my notes here um there was this one game that was like adult game I wasn't allowed to play it but my parents played it was called Graveyard and yeah oh. it was like a really dark one and that you I can't really I never end up really playing it I still think I have it somewhere to be honest I should pull it out but anyways you have this like VHS so maybe I'll never get to play it and then you put it in and it's like this like Crypt Keeper and you have like certain amount of time to play this game it's like really creepy but I remember like sneaking when I was a kid like trying to watch what the adults were playing and they were like all hush hush about it (laughs) and I just remember like thinking it was like the most badass game it's called Graveyard and there's a scary Crypt Keeper and oh it was so funny and then back to toys though I fucking love my Tamagotchi like I that was my Mm -hmm. pet I was like didn't have a pet that was my pet Polly Pockets and then my grandpa bought me this like pizza parlor for Barbies and it was like my favorite thing for longer than I want to admit 
Amazing. I love that. Honestly, Tamagotchi for me too. Polly Pockets as well. I don't think I ever played with the pizza parlor from Barbie though, but I did have me. a lot of Barbies. That was obviously special for me. Fuck yeah. I was trying to think of anything else. And Not too many other things I can think of. I mean, there's a million, but a, so many, but yeah, no, it's funny. I was in Walmart the other day and I seen a Tamagotchi and I remember putting it on my story and like so many people from my age group were just like, what? Where is, what, what? I, need it. Uh, I just, it's so many memories. Um, favorite song is our next one. Okay, so for that one, um, a lot of answers were there's too many to list, which is totally fair. <laughs> um, and then we got Waterfall yeah. by TLC, which is probably one of my favorite. Mm -hmm. And I honestly don't even know what I would say for a favorite song, but I know one song that I used to sing a lot when I was younger. Um, I can't remember who sings it, but it's Don't Take the Girl. It's a country song. Uh, yeah. the and I don't know why. I think it's one of the saddest songs and most. It's sad. Yeah, yeah. but it just like, I don't know. It was just like such a devoted love song. And I was just like so infatuated with it and just so beautifully sang. And I remember the fucking music video and she like falls by the boat. Mm. Like, oh, it was really impactful. And then my grandma used to always sing Brown Eyed Girl to me, obviously, because of brown eyes. And then I think, obviously, uh, Wannabe by Spice Girls was like my out and coming song where I just like knew who I like. This is it. For it sure. Is. I fucking love the yeah, Spice man. Girls. Any song there, like, there's a mashup. I'll share it. There's a mashup of the 80s and the 90s, and I'll share it on our thing, and it's just so great. It's, like, some lines of our favorite songs. I'm going to share that on our page, too, because that, that was really fun to listen to. Oh, yeah. There's so many good love songs. That. But that was all that was entered. Oh. Okay. Well, that's that's good. That's good. No, I... Um... Don't Take the Girl by Tim McGraw. He's actually got quite a few really good ones. Like, I liked, I grew up on country. So it was Tim McGraw, Alan Jackson, um, Gretchen Wilson. Like, there were so many people that I remember. And, oh, but that song, Don't Take yeah, the Girl. It's so, so good. Powerful. I had, but you know what's hilarious? When we're going through the uh, favorite artists, and uh, you brought up Savage Garden, there was like, there's what? What's the like song? That truly, like truly, madly, deeply, or whatever. Is that one? Oh, yeah. Yes, that <laughs> that, that like, Titanic was my jam. Too, I, think. I think it has to do with like Titanic time. It's just like you know those songs that just like move you as like a young, like you know, I think it's like six or seven, and it just yep. fucking those songs moved you, and you're like, what? You just understood the the lyrics and stuff, and it was just beautiful moments beautiful crazy moments. they were um so our next one takes us to a f our favorite food favorite food so i put um snacks because then i was like how how else do we um do that um so we got push pops and blow pop which is so funny when you mm. think back i think all those things are still things now i think still, yeah they are the th i don't think dunkaroos are though that was mine like dunkaroos they are making are a they? comeback supposedly i have heard right i think all the all the like gushers and like fruit by the foot i think that all came out around our yeah the our 90s time. age where they still have those things now but those were just like come out like all the different cereals that all the kids have now like those were just starting to come up lucky charms yeah, cinnamon toast crunch like all those different ones that are coming out then and um just like weird candies like remember, i don't know if you ever had those but like those garbage can candies in the garbage yep, can. yes yes <laughs> and i think yep. back then 
like candy bags were just great because they were so cheap and you got so much of them and it's just not really as much of a thing now it's like five six bucks before you see this is gonna sound so age me too but like they used to do like a dollar two dollar candy bags and you got so much for them right now you get like barely well you, i don't know they they, they have pre-made bags and stuff but like if you get it costs it yeah. way more way more to have yeah, candy it's not now. as fun no. not as fun that. <laughs> um our favorite tv shows favorite tv shows uh so for me i don't think i'll ever feel any different about friends that'll always be one of my top one but there's also dawson's creek what boy meets <gasps> yes. world and sabrina which are i love yeah. sabrina too and uh, um i had the same and when i was younger magic school bus that was like one of my favorite things to watch too and like where in the world is carmen san diego like those kind of times those yeah, were yeah. my favorite like there was like it was bill nye but there's another guy that was better than bill nye i can't ever remember his fucking name there's another scientist guy and he was way better than Bill Nye, but he, yeah. But we have more about TV shows too I, down there. And those are, <laughs> I got a lot of like, I can't decide. I like both. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. Cause like some of them were kind of like, I was like, Ooh, I'm torn there. Make it easy. I'm not sorry. No, it was good. It was good. Um, we got favorite movies. Okay, now. So favorite nineties movies. Um, my girl. Oh my right? girl. and the craft, which I totally forgot about until I read this, which I I watched that so much. I thought I was a witch for the longest time. Um, Greece, that's a good movie too. Yeah, Fuck yeah, that was like a definite classic. I think I knew all the words to the songs. And then Save the Last Dance, I mm-hmm. forgot about that movie until. <gasps> Ooh, that was a great right. That's movie. what I thought too. And then, um, for me, like if we're going to like Disney. Cause that's when Disney was like kind of big in that time too. Like little mermaid was my favorite. And then, right. I wanted to be a mermaid for sure. And then um, not a lot of people probably will have watched this movie, but there's this movie called Heidi and uh, my grandpa loved watching it. Cause we watch every Disney movie. So this is like a part of Disney. And it was like about a granddaughter that goes to the mountains. And like, there's this whole thing about her grandpa dying. And like, my grandpa's just like, always used to like he never was sent like cry sentimental about side of his match but he like cry on that movie so that one was like a really like classic one in my house and then um <laughs> because I was like going into my teenage years at this time um the movie Superstar <laughs> came out with um Molly Shannon and Will Ferrell and it's the one where she like sticks her hands <laughs> under her armpits and smells it yeah, I'm doing I, it right now. I'm doing it right and now. So that one, like, there's this one scene, and my best friend at the time, um, if she's listening to this, it'll be kind of funny. But we, uh, there's this one part where the priest like chokes on his burnt toast, and I don't know why she thought it was the funny. Like, it is funny, but like, I think we watched it on repeat, pro- like, and like, gotta remember, guys, this is VHS, so it wasn't like you just went back on your DVD. Like, you actually had to like rewind the VHS. Fuck me. Um, and uh, <laughs> and we would just watch it on repeat because it was so funny. Actually, maybe this time it was that DVD. I don't know. It might have been by DVD at this point. I don't know. But we ate lots of VHSs too. I, that one had so many good moments, dude. Like the one where the armpit one for sure. I know the one you're talking about with the, the choked yeah. on the burnt like toast. And then the one part where she's like making out with the tree she's so fucking awkward and hilarious like i just she's one of the best actresses in the world 
yeah. just out there like None. no shame well, it was so awesome that was such was a great Will movie so young and there was just it was a good cast yeah that's probably one of my all-time favorite movies if I go back and I we used to have this movie store where it was like buy 10 movie or rent 10 movies for 10 days for $10 and it was all these VHSs so we would just get all of these ones for like get them for two weekends and we just binge watch all of these old movies and it was great I loved it I love 90s movies I miss the movie store yeah me too like just the nostalgia of going in there with your parents and like picking out candies totally um oh this is a good one Favorite style. Favorite style. So 90s style, which there's, like we said, a lot of jean and a lot of plaid and a lot of weird things. And clothing being held together by strange, like, like pins or anyways. Yeah. So lace, yes. like ties, yes. like, you know, so obviously yeah. platform sneakers from the Spice Girls. That was huge. Like, I remember that. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my feet hurt. Um, those weird ass bondage pants <laughs> with the what? jeans, what? yeah, with the jeans pants? with the side lace. Oh right, again, yeah. No, I remember being those. Attached by some sort of lace or like string. Very provocative. In yeah, it was like some you just ways. cut your clothes apart and then you just like tried to put them back together with another piece. This is what I mean. Like it was very about finding your own style by doing everything that makes no sense at all and see what happens yeah the expression self-expression was oh, really what? cool um what was was tie-dye like a 90s I feel thing? like that was more like a 70s thing but I could wrong. 70s um I okay feel like I rocked yeah. a lot of orange and brown hippies like <laughs> it mm. sounds bad but I feel like I did quite a bit but don't worry I've got all of my pictures and my fashion uh it was great my mom actually dressed me really well like very in style and uh hair was huge um like Mm -hmm. huge huge like Marge Simpson huge um big bangs big (laughs) girls blow out you know that was a huge style oh my god playboy was just like for like like me it was just really getting big in that teen years like everything had to have playboy on it and i was like fucking 14 like yeah. what get out of here um but yeah playboy was huge and then like we used to take like bandanas and wrap them and then put them around our head so it's like it didn't really do anything but it was just yeah, like, yeah there was that yeah and it Fubu, was cool that yep. was huge then and oh tommy hilfiger that was oh, huge yeah. uh overalls and like not wearing your overalls properly but like taking them down and clipping them below like clipping them together and hanging them down you know what yep. i'm saying yeah yeah yep. and then I just just at the end of this probably beginning of the 2000s were yeah tearaways like adidas like the fucking, oh, the tearaways, fucking tearaways yes and yes. Uh, a guy in junior high school and i used to always wear g sting g-strings and thongs that's just how i don't know my mom always did so i just did mm-hmm. and so yeah i had my period and i don't ask me why i would wear those but i did and he ripped them right apart in front of fucking everyone oh my god it was terrible it was like the most i can't remember if i was like i, I could have been 14 it might have been 13 14 15 in that area and it was absolutely traumatic but i remember you used to always have that with the so... champion shoes and you'd like unclip one at the bottom mm-hmm. so that you could see your shoes oh my god Mm-hmm. Yep. There's some 90 fouls for you guys. You're no. welcome. 
I wish wish I still Honestly, had some tearaways. Those things man, are they were so comfortable, and the inside was so comfortable. Except for don't wear white ones when you have your period. They were. That's stupid. No. Yeah, okay, okay. I'll try to... We'll put that in the yeah, docket there. Um, <laughs> favorite catchphrase. This is favorite catchphrase. So, um, psych was one of them. Um, as if, yeah. and then I don't want to make the noise, but what's up? Remember that fucking that was yeah I know exactly uh, what you're talking about yes, scream yes and like yeah. I don't know I think I think back to I think if you really wanted to know what words were like in the 90s just go to Clueless oh yes oh girl I went out with my girlfriends and literally felt like I was Alicia Silverstone yeah. from Clueless <laughs> the way that I was dressed the patterns and everything and I actually said it and then someone else throughout the night when they were like we asked someone to take a picture for us and they're like you're totally like giving off a clueless vibe that's such a like, compliment what? it was and yeah, i was, so that was excited. i feel like clueless was like the 2000s or sorry no like uh mean girls was the 2000s clueless so it was just kind of like it kind of captures that like decade kind of perfectly i think and clueless said so, yeah yeah and totally. i was like whatever like there's just so much like it's just the oh, cliches things ever, but I loved it. You were just so open to do whatever, and you were just so free to express yourself in the nineties. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely. I I loved the like whatever. I when I saw whatever, I, I even yeah. did the W with my hands, like yeah. whatever, like oh so sassy. Yeah, sass really came out a lot in the nineties. I think. <sighs> yeah, you were so sassy. <laughs> Um, most memorable oh, I moment. To close that one. Sorry, keep going. Oh, okay. So, top celebrity crushes. Oh, okay. Yes. So, I didn't. Okay, there it is. Okay, guys, there's only one answer. Like, sorry, there's multiple answers, but there's only one answer, and that's JTT. Justin. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Wait. Oh <gasps> yeah. Oh that he's the yes. guy from Home Improvement, yeah. right? Oh I yeah, him, but I was Freddie Prince yes, Jr. Yes, and that too. was my other answer too. I was very about Freddie Prince Jr. too. That too. There's a lot like I love if you that. think about like the you know, Backstreet Boys and, and Hanson and all that, but like just yeah, the JTT was like yeah, there was like um uh, made up with my pillow pretending it was him. Yeah, there's good comments in here, guys. I love this. Had his posters everywhere, like yeah, no definitely he was like and then he was always in all the magazines too like oh yeah you know those tearaway magazines that you could have the posters oh man that was one of my favorite things too like those post magazines that was our instagram in the 90s was like in like the two early 2000s was cutting everything up and like putting it on a board or you know that was like our version yeah that was our all over the wall instagram but it was just like not shared it was like when people came over (laughs) Totally. And it, yeah, no, I love that. I honestly, it's so funny because like you have this, the list here and it's, I had every, I had Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I had Freddie Prince Jr. I had Hanson on my wall. I had probably both Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. I think I had, I definitely right. had a lot of Usher all right. over my oh, wall. Oh yeah, Usher for sure. Yeah, he was he the was. god of my wall for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of brings us totally into our next one, which is funny because it brings our favorite magazines, which is our Yeah, and our so Instagram. no one knew, not a lot of people knew their names of it, but Cosmo was one, and I, like, lived and breathed Cosmo as a teenager, for sure. 
Um, and then there was like yeah. teen bop. There was, there was all these like really teeny boppy kind of magazines that just essentially is what Instagram is doing now, you know, and it, it's no different. Just this was print and it was like more controlled by parents and stuff like that and adults. Oh yeah, it was. Um, it and there was, was a couple other ones that I just like randomly went off the fly um, just to see what people had to say. Um, so I put favorite, favorite 90s accessory. So snap bracelets, um, lip smackers, mm. lip gloss. Remember, you collected all those. Ooh, I don't yeah. know if you did. I collected all. No, right. I 100% did. And then I, I just had this did. other random thought at the end. I was like, does anybody remember any commercials from the 90s? Because like, think about like that baby, like, it was like baby hippopotamus or something or some shit. Yeah. And then yep. there was a uh, baby bottle pop, which I'm, yes, I remember those little baby bottles that you have like candy, like uh, powder in them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then, um, mellow yellow butter. I don't know if I remember that one, but I think I do. I feel like I can see the container in my head and yeah, don't you put it in your mouth. <laughs> oh, that was my yeah, favorite. I still was- remember that. Yeah. Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't that, you put yeah, it in your mouth. There. And um, I don't know if other people remember this, but I always like loved the Sprite commercials at Christmas time. They always had really, I don't know why I always remember those, but I just love Christmas commercials in the nineties. They're always so good. And then like, I don't know where the like, don't, this is your, this is your brain on drugs. And it's like scrambling eggs. I feel like this is around that time too. Maybe that's newer than that. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. And then just another quick one. What was a favorite kid show? So Sailor Moon and Weekenders. And I was like all about Recess. Hey Arnold. Love. Yep. What other one? Rugrats. Oh, Rugrats. Fuck, Rugrats was one of my favorites for sure. Um, and then I also put your all-time favorite thing about the 90s. Being birthed. Their fashion. Being a kid. And no cell phones. And then uh, the least favorite thing of the 90s is no cell phone and being a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair. Because, yeah, I mean, totally. yeah, relatable. And then, yeah, that was kind of it for our just kind of like answer yourself one, uh, just which I thought was kind of funny because it kind of I had picked out what I was going to do for the this or that. And it was just kind of funny when everyone was answering. I was kind of giggling because I was like, yep, yeah, I had these guys already picked out. So it was it was kind of great to see that, you know, there's just some key ingredients to the 90s that you can't deny her there no totally exactly i yeah it's this is this has been a great like yeah i love the stories the pictures finding the pictures on google was probably one of the funnest things ever so i'm definitely going to do these poll things again because it was a good memory lane fuck yeah shall we bounce over to the this or that polls and see what everyone feels about music and tv to the best of i could you guys this was i could have done for like six days but yeah I, I do have a life despite what other <laughs> what i may think all right so we have music first for our this or that and brandy is going to take us through the many this or that bands that we had given yes 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 okay so we've got backstreet boys versus nsync and we've got 74 percent backstreet boys and 26 percent nsync Ooh, not surprising. I think Backstreet Boys are always gonna. They NSYNC came in too late. Yeah, and I feel like who NSYNC was. This is where I struggle because then it's like I liked both, but who was NSYNC? Like who was the main guy in NSYNC? Justin Timberlake. Okay, so yeah, that's why I liked NSYNC, and then Backstreet Boys was Nick Carter. Yep, 
I liked okay. I liked Brian. He was the quiet one. With the dark hair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Kind of, yeah, light brown, but Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm like I'm like picturing somebody else. Um I seen them in like twenty oh gosh, like twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen in Dawson Creek, and I'm pretty sure he sang out to me, so it was obviously a connection. Totally. I, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, I think that settles the boy band, even though I think everyone feels that NSYNC is just a very, very close second, but BB boys win. And then Spice Girls, and I didn't really know who else to put against them, but I picked TLC because they were also a big, big girl band of the, the 90s, and Spice Girls won 80% to 20% TLC. Huh. Which is, which is probably, I think, fair because I think Spice Girls just dominated the 90s. I think they really did. Like, I do know who TLC is, and I do love their music, but I don't remember them being, like, I don't remember them being a big in that time. I rem- I do yeah. remember Spice Girls, because it was everywhere. Yeah, and I had their dolls, and I got their stickers, and I got their movie, and I got their clothes, and I dressed up like them, and we, we did, yeah, it was just, like, so, I think just because they were, and they were British, and like, I don't know, it was just, they were just a great, great girl band. I loved them. Um and the next one was Nirvana and Pearl Jam. And I got messages saying this was unfair because people couldn't decide. I'd say almost every <laughs> single option, someone said both or I can't decide. So there's that. Um, but it was 80% Nirvana and 20% Pearl Jam. And I had someone say, which I think was a kind of fair argument, that if Nirvana was still around, they wouldn't have outlasted Pearl Jam. So that was an interesting comment. Mm. Right? So I thought that was kind of fair. Fair and good conversation. I love that these even these spark fun conversations with people. Good information. Good topic. Yeah. I was like, this is a fair discussion. So the next one um, I was like so curious about was Tupac and Biggie. And 63% went with Tupac and 37% went with Biggie. I think I would feel about the same. I think I've always more leaned more to Tupac's music as well. That being said, both are great. Yeah, I mean, they both had, like, I loved Biggie, like, when yeah. he first came out. And I think it's, yeah, I, I Tupac had, like, a, Tupac's story was crazy. Yeah, and he just had such a beautiful voice, I think that's what. And a message. Yeah, and so powerful. So, yeah, I just, but, I mean, the two of them together, that was just uh, amazing. And then the next one I knew was really hard, too, um, was Dre and Snoop. Um, so 60% said Dre and 40% said Snoop. And I'm not going to answer this bullshit question. Yeah, I pay, um, I was a Snoop one. I've seen him twice. I've seen him both times using Grand Prairie and dude, this is the funniest part. We were, we were teenagers, me and my brother, my mom let us go, which was so fucking unreal to me. Um, she let us go by ourselves. Nice. And we were in the crowd and when we got picked up, we were high. Because there was so much fucking ganja in the, like, the arena. And my mom was like, we were just giggling. And she's like, are you you guys okay? She's like, you guys smell funny. And we're just laughing. And she's like, are you guys high? We're like, we still, I swear we didn't smoke it, mom. I swear. And then she's like, yeah. So she was pretty hesitant about letting us go the second time. But I'm pretty sure we were too old for her to tell us that we couldn't go. So And I agree. I think it's just that initial Dr. Dre when you're first, like, teenager stoned. You know, when the next episode dropped, that was, like, at my prime teenage years. And I just don't know if I, you know. But I don't know. That's why I said I won't answer because I love fucking both just as equal. So next one was 
broken right down the middle, 50-50 with Green Day and Offspring. Oh. And I have to agree. Nice. I don't think I could decide between those two either because they're both sentimental to me in their own way. Like, Pretty Fly for a White Guy will always be one of the funniest, fun songs, just like uh, some Eminem songs. Um, but that being said, Green Day also like hits your heart with so many of those good classics too. So I don't know. That one was hard for me too. I loved Green Day. Me too. Just so good. Um, and then the next two uh, was Madonna and Mary J. Blige. Madonna just barely winning at 58% and Mary J. Blige at, Blige at 42 And I think both of them are equally great. I think uh, Madonna was definitely more, a little bit more risque. Um, so I think she kind of just like got more attention. Yeah, I was going to ask you like what, who was for you? Like I loved Madonna. I loved Madonna who, when she was, I just loved everything about the way she was because she, it was kind of like she just was however she was and she didn't give a fuck. And I liked that because it was like, no, she changed. this is not a man's world. Yeah, she changed a lot. She changed a lot in music. So that's why I like kind of leaned to her stuff. But that being said, I really love Mary J. Bly's like voice oh, and her talent and her soul. Right. Like she just had such like she had powerful music in a different way. Whereas like Madonna was like like a whole act. Right. Where it's just. Like, yeah. Was, yeah. Like, yeah. Such a good singer. Um, but Madonna was a whole performance, right? So kind of in that sense. And the next one I think is really funny because just of how I grew up. So it was Megadeth and Metallica and it was 5% <laughs> Megadeth and 95% Metallica, which I think is just straight bullshit because Metallica was just so much more commercialized and everyone just knows them. But like, I don't know, there's some really good in Megadeth too. So I urge you if you're, you know, a Metallica fan, listen to Megadeth too, because they're also really, I'm going to. And I can't remember um, if it was one way or the other, but either like, I can't, this is terrible. I should know this because of who my family is and they'll probably disown me. Um, but I know one of the singers from one went to the other to form the other. I can't remember which way right now. My stoner brain and it being a Monday at work, I can't quite remember. Um, but there is like connection between the two. So um, anyways, okay. so that's my, that's my backstory. My brother will probably kill me. Sorry. Um, and then the next one, was Tool and Creed, which was 45% Tool and 55% Creed, which I disagree with. I'm sorry. Um, but to each their own. See, and that's, I don't know. I'd have to hear Tool. Like, I'd have to have a song come on to be able to fully know. Because when I seen it in the poll, I wasn't sure. So I Because I, I knew who Creed was, but. See, and I feel like Creed's just like yeah. a little bit more, I don't know, Tool's a little bit more. Commercialized. Yeah, exactly. So another one, another one where someone was like, no, this, the world's going to shit. And I was like, I agree. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, the next one, which I completely agree with, 80% Gwen and 20% Mariah. I just love Gwen. Oh, Gwen. Yeah. I've seen her live yeah. and she's just incredible. That was like my first, I think that would say that's like one of my first big live concerts was Gwen when she um, first came out after No Doubt by herself and her like debut. Yeah, herself. she was so cool. Oh, and she still is. And like being married to Blake Shelton and all that. I just like huge stan of Gwen. <laughs> I love her. Oh, I love Gwen. Um, and then the last one was Boys to Men, 61% and 39% Blackstreet, which I think too, I think Boys to Men again is one that's just a little bit more known. They're just more mainstream. Um, so that was it for our music one, which was great going back. I highly recommend uh, people going on to podcasts or not podcasts, Jesus, uh, not Apple podcasts, <laughs> Apple music and Spotify and go through nineties um, playlist, man. It's been so much fun. <laughs> 
I'm going to totally yeah. do that. I would love to have a little blast from the past. Like yeah, that. it was so great. So we'll quickly do the friends one and then we'll end with some random trivia that I pulled from the internet. Just, just for a little bit of fun. Cause not everyone was uh, old enough to know some of this stuff in the nineties or like you kind of forget that that was the nineties and not like last year or something. So we'll go through TV shows really quickly. Cause this one was one of my favorite too. So um, we had Friends and Seinfeld, and without uh, shock, 97% Friends and 3% Seinfeld. And someone had a message saying younger, they preferred Friends, but as they grew up, they preferred Seinfeld. And for me, mm. Friends is just always one of those classics that I, like, fall asleep to and, like, clean to. And, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that that's always around. Me too. I love Friends. Right? So wholesome. Taught us a lot. Um, and then the next one kind of goes back a little bit earlier. So Blossom um, and Boy Meets World. So 81% for Boy Meets World and 19% for Blossom. Um, fun fact for people that maybe didn't know, but Blossom, the main character, um, is Amy Farrah Fowler on Big Bang Theory. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, right? So that was one of her first um, ways into TV. So I thought that was kind of funny. That's what I grew up. That was like. I don't know if you ever read a book by Judy Bloom. Oh, what's it called? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I don't think I oh, ever read Okay, that. I'll have to show you. Anyways, anyways, it's one of those pivotal things. This is Blossom at the same time. She was like a teenager at the same time as me. Anyways, okay, next. Will and Grace or Roseanne? And it was 58% Will and Grace and 42% Roseanne. This one went back and forth a few times. I think they're both equally awesome. I love both of them. Uh, yeah, I did too. I really, I loved Roseanne. I thought she was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but Will and Grace was like the heat. Will and Grace was awesome yeah. too. Like I really liked their dynamic. And I can't remember the the assistant name. The like really drunk, uh, rich lady. I don't know. I not Karen, but I want to say Karen. Is it Karen? Oh, is it I Karen? feel like that's just like a default answer in my head. But I don't. You know. Anyway, she was fucking hilarious. She was drunk all the time. Uh, which isn't funny. That's not funny, but she was just hilarious. Um, and then the next one, which I'm not surprised, but full house at 82% and then 18% seventh heaven, which I mean, I would have picked the same now because of the scandal that goes on with the seventh heaven dad, but I love seventh heaven more when I was younger than I did full. I did too. Um, yep. but now that there's a huge scandal around that, I feel like I don't know what I know anymore. So, right. but anyways, um, the next one I love too. I loved both of these, but me too. Dinosaurs, 70% and third rock from the sun was 30. Um, the dinosaurs was probably one of my favorite. Still love that I show. I talk about it. I'm like, and I'm so happy to be around people who know what I'm right? talking That's about. That's what I loved about this. I was like, it's so good. Everyone would get this. And then the next one, which w this show was on its way at the end of the, um, on its end at the beginning of the 90s. So it was Home Improvement, which is 95%, and Cheers 5%, which doesn't surprise me, you little smuts, because you all wanted JTT. Yeah. Same. Yeah. But yeah, Cheers ended in like 1993, I think it said. So kind of unfair, but it kind of, yeah. Anyways, love Home Improvement. And I don't know if you guys know this now, but Tim Allen actually had remade this, but with girl daughters instead, and he owns a fishing store. Oh, Last Man Standing, I think it's called. It's like three or four episodes. Yeah. That one's really good, too. I love that one. And then we had uh, Saved by the Bell, Save by the Bell, 44%, and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, 56 which I'm the same. I love Fresh Prince. Oh, I did, one too. One of the best. Yeah, fuck One yeah. of the best. And then Sabrina the Teenage Witch at 68%, and then Buffy at 32 which, I don't know, I go back and forth. Buffy was badass. 
She was so bad. She made me want it. And then Spike, like, Spike was probably one of my first, like, TV crushes. I was like, whoa, hot vampire alert. Yeah. Right? And then uh, Beverly Hills 90210, which 66%, and Charmed, which was 34 which shocks me. I thought more people would have I was a charm. I was charmed, too. And it's coming back. I mm-hmm. believe it's going on some sort of platform, streaming platform. Okay. Uh, then we had Simpsons at 85% and then South Park at 15 which doesn't shock me. South Park was a little intense back then. Still is. It is. I don't think the 90s was ready for that. No, it was a lot. And then 50-50 tie between Futurama and King of the Hill, which I, I prefer Futurama, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I was both. I liked yeah, both. That's fair. Uh, I did too. I just, I don't know. Some about Futurama made me laugh. And then Are You Afraid of the Dark was 48% and Goosebumps was 52 So I thought that. I liked both. Yeah, I liked both too. I liked how they were set up differently. And uh, yeah, so that was kind of like our polls. I thought it was kind of, it was great to see what other people liked. And I hope everyone enjoyed that little trip down memory lane. If you are bored, there's a bunch of uh, TV shows we've shown you that are good from the 90s that are top hits. And there's a bunch of music and artists for you guys to go listen to if you are struggling with finding entertainment in your home lately. And for the last like 10-15 minutes here, we're just going to bring you some fun random facts that we pulled off the 90s. Um, So one thing that we talked about is going to Blockbuster and renting a movie on a Friday night. That was one of my favorite things to do. Oh, yeah. You picked your movie. Like, pick, picked your candy. Could you pick games from there too? Like rent games? Oh, yeah. I feel like you could from the blockbusters yeah. too. You could. And it, it was yeah. such a fun time. I think that was a fun, fun activity that you don't get to yep. do anymore, but that's okay. You don't. And it was, it was so much fun. Uh, the next, uh, one of our ra- other random things from the nineties. I like this one. Cause it's funny when you, you think about the people that we're going to name and you remember like where they started. So like Mickey Mouse club in 1993 had Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera and Ryan Gosling. That is like a stellar crew. Like right? so much like, talent, oh. so much talent in one Thing. All the talent, and then these two we talked about Furbies were invented, and they were nearly impossible to get at the time. Like there was just certain toys in the '90s that came out that like you couldn't get out of the wish book. Yes, we're dating ourselves, um, myself, anyways. And Furbies was it. I didn't really want one; they creeped me the fuck out. But everyone I knew wanted one. <laughs> you, did. I was just about to ask if you. No. I had one, but they creeped yeah, no, me no. out. No. no devil things. No, thank you. Because, wait, 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 what was that movie? Gre- yes, Gremlins? that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, because they were all cute and cuddly, and then all of a sudden, after nighttime, if you fed them, they just yeah. turned into, like, fucking creepy-ass yeah, I was monsters. like, it's going to kill me in the middle of the night. I'm certain of it. <laughs> Not having that <laughs> in my house. <laughs> oh, this is a cool one. In 1992, McDonald's introduced super-sized Yeah, isn't that crazy? And then I read after that that then they did it until, like, two... 2004 they started becoming more conscious about serving sizes and trying to be healthier and I was like "Mm, okay good try yeah so it's not it's not actually like I don't think it's on their menu but you can still ask for like large like large fry large in super size is that more common in yeah America like I feel like that's a very common thing there it totally is yeah no it's yeah so I just thought it was funny it's like oh McDonald's is turning health conscious okay 
Cool okay. story, bro. Um, and this one is kind of interesting. I don't know if a lot of people know this, and I didn't, that Warner Brothers um, actually had studio stores that you can go to. And in 1991, there was 130 of them, and they all shut down when they merged um, to AOL Time Warner. Um, so that was like a huge kind of like, not hmm. devastation, but like kind of, a, I guess, a big deal, maybe more back then, because that was where you kind of probably got more of, let's say, like your, I'm assuming your swag for all this kind of stuff. And they just kind of shut them all down when that. That must have been a big merger back then, which I thought was kind of interesting. It was. Like, that's, like, crazy. Like, I didn't – I honestly don't think I knew um, – I don't even think I know, like, what those no, were. Well, yeah, no, it's just – well, I think, like, AOL um, and then Warner Brothers is kind of, like – it, I just always think it's like the big corporations back then that are all just merging and like eating each other up. That were probably a bigger deal than now there's like a million corporations and a million production companies. And, but at that time it was probably like a really big deal. I, I still, I don't quite get it, but I can imagine that that being okay. a big deal back then. So I thought I'd mention it and sound cool and old. Just kidding. <laughs> it does. No. Yeah. Like the 91 was the year I was born. So yeah. that's crazy. Um, 1997 Tamagotchi's were they top household and We can pets. attest to that. We've talked about that like eight times now. Yes. Yeah, we did. We, uh, Tamagotchis were, yeah, I'm probably going to really get one. Yeah, <laughs> if you do, let me know how much they are. Send me one. And yeah, I used to like clean up their poop and like feed them and make sure they didn't die. It was a really good birth control method back then. <laughs> like, and also like yeah. responsibility. Yeah, you're like, oh, pet. it died. Okay, I better do a better job next time. And it's like practice with the electronic pet before you get a real one. So get yourself a Tamagotchi at the end. Um, and then probably one of my favorites um, is Friends premiered in the 90s and it became one of the top top shows of the sitcoms of the 90s. It wasn't the only one. Uh, Seinfeld was also really huge as much as a lot of us preferred Friends. I don't know about you guys, but I at the age where I would sit down on Thursday nights, I think it was with my mom and we watched Friends and the new episode every Thursday and it was like our family thing to do. So Friends was huge for me growing up and it was always like a family night thing and I love that. I did too. I freaking the nineties, man. What a so good, good time. Like, okay. So I honestly, I'm with this next one. I don't shoot me, but I don't fully know if I know. What oh yeah. Is. I think you're too like definitely born in that. So FUBU was just like, uh, like, you know how we were talking about how Tommy Hilfiger was like huge. It was like another brand and it was made. Yeah. Um, it was like a top fashion hit. It was like for us bias by Damon John. And he's one of the sharks on, I think on shark tank or one of those big guys. He, that's what he started. I don't really know much of his story, um, but he started that brand and it was just huge. It was just like everywhere. Um, it was just one of those top brands that, yeah. So you're a little okay. bit too, I know that you probably didn't have much of that, but if you're kind of more around my age, you'll, you'll know what FUBU is. <laughs> Um, but you'll know this okay. one. So Beanie Babies uh, era began in 1993, and that was fucking huge. I remember people, again, used to fight over them, and they were yeah. hundreds of dollars, and people kept them in cases. And I'm sure people have tons of them now. I don't know, but Beanie Babies were fucking huge. Yeah, where totally. I had millions. and Pogs. We didn't talk about that. I'm pretty sure Pogs were the 90s as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were. Um, now mixes were a first of their kind. And started the CD mix craze, which I can totally attest to because I remember when I would get like, you'd get like a CD and you'd only hear like a few of your favorite songs from that artist. But it was so cool when you could get like different artists yeah. on a CD and all your favorite yeah, songs like in one place. Yeah, now you go to like Apple Music and then go to like top 
you know, 10 playlists and top 10 forties, whatever. And then you got, so it was like your top forties on a CD and then you got all your favorites from all your favorite artists and they were just the best. I remember getting, and then they have like different genres too. After the nows, it was like, I don't know, like rock ones and country. Oh yeah. No, yeah, they, they were amazing. Were, like, yeah. And you had, just, all like, kinds. had all of them lined up in your CD case. Oh my God. Gross. Yes. The book, the CD book. Yeah, the flip with the plastic. Yeah. And then in 1995, the Macarena was one of the most well-known pop culture songs and dances. And I think everyone can attest. I don't think many people don't in the Western civilization anyways, don't know what the Macarena is or have heard of it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's amazing. Um, Oh, this is a cool. This is interesting. 1998 Google was born. Originally the search engine for Stanford's website, this now mega company started in Menlo Park, California. Yeah, so that, I thought that was kind of interesting. I didn't dive too much into it, but it was just basically saying, I guess it was the original search engine just for like Stanford University website. And then obviously they took that somewhere else and it blew up, but originated in California. So I thought that was kind of interesting because all of us use Google so much, not thinking, oh, hey, it started in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, right. And then like, this one's my crazy. favorite. I didn't get too much dish on it, but Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's sex tape came out. Now, like this was before where we were now. So that was a <laughs> huge scandal back then because, you know, this is before like the cardiac Kardashian shit. So this is like yeah, like Pam Anderson has been doing this stuff long before the Kardashians were. Oh, fuck yeah. That's oh, that was yeah, I I remember yeah, that right? happened. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, okay, I just totally gapped there for a second. Um, the late 90s, especially, and obviously the last year of the decade, was a time primed for an intense and nationwide bout of Y2K. Yeah. I remember Y2K. The hysteria, the Y2K bug, also known as the Millennium Bug, or simply Y2K, was a class of computer bugs related to the storage of calendar data for dates beginning in the year 2000. Yep, so... Fuck, I remember oh, everyone yeah. freaking it, out like, about world that. world was going to end, but then not because I was babysitting. So I'm like, well, obviously nothing too much is going to end if my parents are out drinking and I'm babysitting. So I wasn't too, too worried, but then right. equally so was like watching out the window at midnight to see what happened and fireworks happened and nothing. So I ate some more junk food and went to bed. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that was yep, such a huge exactly. scare. It was going to be a huge panic. The world was going to shut down. So I'm glad it didn't. And hey, 21 years later, technology is far more advanced than being worried about the digits going to 2000 and not being, you know, zero, zero reverting back to the beginning of time and not just anyways, old times. Um, One big thing is that Super Mario Bros is still the best video game on the market and that's held since it started in 1997. So Nintendo, um, I think this is a comment down below, but we'll just say it now. Nintendo started. And all that in the 90s, and we met Mr. Mario in 1997 and have been loving him ever since. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. And all the all the wonderful characters that have come after, too. Oh, yeah. But the Mario and Luigi Peach, and, like, Yoshi. the little characters, Peach. Yeah, all the Yoshi. good ones. I love them all. Um, in 1999... In a seemingly prophetic way to usher in the new century, a peer-to-peer file-sharing service Mm -hmm. called Napster 
became immensely popular for pirating music. Oh. And then, you know, everyone was all over the world became accustomed so to free digital content. you're definitely probably too young for this, but a lot of my ages, well, and now, do, you, do you remember hearing about LimeWire? Okay. So before LimeWire, yeah, there's something Lime called Wire. Napster, and you just essentially shared with people your music. And so it would take forever to download music, but it was like the beginning of what we are now. So Napster was like the very beginning of sharing music and free digital content. Um, but like, obviously for me, I just did music more than anything. Um, and so, yeah, that was the beginning of that all. And it just kind of blows my mind that it was the nineties that happened. <sighs> Another thing that was one of my favorite things. Most people will love this is the world gained entry into the wizarding world of Harry Potter in 1997 with the book release of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. JK Rowling, who lived in her car while writing this epic tale defines what it's like to chase your dreams no matter where you come from. So I, we all can attest Harry Potter was a huge thing for us. And uh, yeah, I definitely am grateful that came at that time in my life. It was, it was a great time. It was, I loved, I loved and still love Harry Potter. And like, I've recently started showing cash, some of them. And he like, he's at that age now where he can sit yeah, and like totally. be glued to it. So um so yeah like for now everyone is aware that we have instant access to any kind of internet that we want but in most of the 90s it was like beeping and screeching you know the dial-up tone um so we had to wait for things to boot up and once that was done we'd surf the web and yeah oh netscape netscape browser which looks about as crude by today's standards as a pager does next to an iPhone. <laughs> I know, right? Like, do you guys ah, that's trust good. me? You didn't want to be a part of the development of the interwebs and all of that and be very grateful now. So it's like when I, I laugh at myself when I get pissed off, I don't have like instant, like fast connection. I'm like, dude, you had to sit at home at a desk and plug into this and wait a solid five to 10. And then sometimes it would just like drop and then you'd have to like, dial again so yeah really no reason to bitch about it so yeah and the pager to an iphone is a perfect representation of that comparison there <laughs> uh and then we have oh, totally. slap bracelets those became a smash and were actually banned at school in the early 90s it seemed like every kid had one of these fabric covered metal bands coiled around his or her wrist but soon many schools across america uh began outlawing the bracelets saying that smacking bands can cause bruising or something that's so ridiculous but I remember those you just had it and you slapped it on then you had a bracelet <laughs> yeah cash cash loves them like they they're, they're still they're still around that's hilarious they did not die um yeah that I actually really like those things I have like I love the idea that you could just like slap yeah, it done. and it would just go instant rolling fashion. on your wrist instant fashion uh, this is where some of the Disney classics were born. Disney created some of their biggest hits with Beauty and the Beast, 1991, Aladdin, 1992, and The Lion King in 1994. The role of the genie in Aladdin was written specifically for Robin Williams, who recorded 16 additional hours of improved lines. What? He was. I he just, was a I magical love everything man. about that, and I think they did such a good job on the remake of Aladdin. But it will always be like there's just some roles that Robin Williams has played in some characters that are just irreplaceable. And um, him as Genie is 
and just hearing that is probably one of my favorite ones for sure such a character um this one i didn't know and find really interesting and maybe we'll dive deeper if you know we open that second channel about conspiracy theories um microsoft saved apple from bankruptcy um bill Bill gates announced days before apple would have filed for bankruptcy that microsoft would supply 150 million dollar investment jobs told the crowd we have to let go of the notion that for apple to win microsoft has to lose isn't that really interesting? interesting. I thought that was kind of interesting. I'm not going to say, get, we're not going to get into it, but I think you know by me saying, you know, you know. And the other ones that know out there will know that this is interesting. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's, put a, let's put a pin in this and let's come back to that in another episode. <laughs> oh, totally. So the saga of the then president, Bill Clinton's affair with former White House intern Monica Lewinsky grabbed the public's attention in the late 90s, which eventually led to the second impeachment of a U.S. president uh-huh, in Bill, American which, history. Which um, I mentioned in here, <laughs> but which I thought was really important. So if you follow down the Britney Spears rabbit hole, um, at the same time as when Britney Spears was first coming out and she was getting grilled for being more like cute and sexy and like showing her midriff. And they were grilling her on like, when are you going to have sex? why like what do you think about like your boobs like asking such inappropriate questions to a teenage girl around the same time this was all coming out and that's why not why but like the the media was like hyper focused it was like the biggest like sexualized scandal there had been like yeah you had sex but you didn't talk about it like madonna was still super like out there for what let's say now so that was all kind of happening at the same time which i found super fucking interesting just random thoughts that I found. But anyways, next one. Um, after spending yeah, 27 it. years in prison, Nelson Mandela and his then wife, Winnie, raised their fists in celebration of Mandela's release from custody February 11, 1990. Mandela then became president of South Africa after his release and played a pivotal role in leading his country out of apartheid decades of racial segregation. I'm so sorry. I'm terrible at saying things, but I thought that was that was really like a lot of big things happened in the nineties. And like, for that just to be like bang, right. As soon as it happens to go from being, you know, in prison for 27 years to being a president and being able to move forward um, and leadership of a country, I just think is so insane. That's oh Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Like that's a, that's, yeah, like, that's so BDE right there. Um, this one, we're going to go and talk a little bit about Nirvana. So the front man who was known for his distinctive growl, the Nirvana of Nirvana, some of the nineties, most memorable songs. And he propelled grunge to become the dominant musical genre of the decade. But for all his talent, Cobain's personal demons were too much to overcome. The singer battled depression and heroin addiction for years before his suicide on April 5th, 1994. Isn't that he was crazy? 27 like, years th- old. And then that, I think that was kind of the argument of like, had, you know, Cobain lived, had, would they outstain, like outstain, <laughs> outlive Pearl Jam just because of ha- like his path. And I think that's a really interesting conversation if we ever jump into that more. But yeah, I think a lot of people definitely were t- like fucked up about this, like kind of, I think this really opened up the eyes to what music and all that industry can do to people's like mental health mixing with all that kind of stuff. Right. So oh, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Um, I forgot to find the name of it, but 
Uh, it's a movie starring Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis. It was a Riley Scott's 1991 film about two friends road trip gone terribly awry is considered a classic for its groundbreaking uh, depiction of feminist themes. The movie was also adored by audiences and critics, ranking over $45 million at the box office, six Academy Award nominations, uh, winning an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. So I think this was one of very pivotal moment for women and screenplays and um, kind of having more themes that are towards women more. So that was a big pivotal moment in the film industry uh, for our, our type of gals. Fuck, that's awesome. Um, I'm feel, I feel yeah. like I know I, is, is the, the one movie. Like I can picture baseball? the two of them. I don't know. We'll have to look at it. Sorry, guys. We'll is post it, it and we'll oh, find fuck. it. But yeah, I just, I, I love that that's those two that, that kind of made that change and that it's kind of like a Madonna, but like in the movie, movie field. I know. <laughs> this one gives me the heebie-jeebies. So... <laughs> After one of his would-be victims escaped from his home, serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer was arrested in July of 1991 and later confessed to killing 17 men and boys. Uh, Dahmer was sentenced to 15 consecutive life sentences, but unfortunately or fortunately died in 1994 after a fellow prisoner beat him, which, I mean... Uh, but yeah, if you uh, are into weird stuff like that, there's definitely Netflix series on Jeffrey Dahmer, um, it's a very interesting story. Uh, yeah. And I think who's it? Zach Efron also plays uh, him in the movie as well. And that depicts it because I think Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer made them realize like, Hey, not all psychopaths look like psychopaths. Some of them are very charming and good looking. And even in prison after confessing women were still throwing themselves at him. So ladies think yourselves, think about that. Think Which about what creepy. you're doing. Um, so we already mentioned this, but the super Nintendo entertainment system <laughs> was released to the U.S. consumers in 1991 and became the best-selling gaming console of its generation. With advanced graphics and classic games like Donkey Kong Country, yes, Super Mario World, and The Legends of Zelda, Nintendo sold more than 49 million uh, systems worldwide. Jesus. Gotta love Nintendo. Holy moly. Um... Oh, this one we talked about Tupac. And so in 1993, rapper and actor Tupac Shakur was shot dead on September 13th, 1996 on the streets of Las Vegas after he was attending a Mike Tyson fight at the MGM Grand. Shakur's killing still remains unsolved, but many attribute his death to the decades heated East Coast versus West Coast rap war, which pitted Shakur against his New York rival Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. Yeah. The and again, there's another BLG. really good docuseries on that as well. If you're looking for a good series, go check it out. It still remains. It's unsatisfying because, to be honest, like spoiler alert, they don't figure it out. But it, it just kind of gives you a whole bunch of different views on it. Really good documentary. Um, the next one is my favorite because I actually just watched a YouTube video on this. But Lorena Bobbitt, shown during her trial, was accused of cutting off her husband's penis while he slept, then driving off with the appendage and tossing it in a field. In January 1994, she was found not guilty by reason of temporary insanity. Perhaps unsurprisingly, the couple's divorce was finalized the next year. So again, look into this. Uh, she had every right to do this. So I'm just going to leave that at that. But she had every right, in my opinion, <laughs> to do what she did to him based on how he treated her. Yeah. 
yeah yeah that I feel like, like I remember Google that it, YouTube so it, it's an uh, interesting story oh that's I'm okay. not Just sure how to fully say this that works like is it Lily Hammer or Lil Hammer before the 1994 Lil Hammer Winter Olympics uh figure skater Nancy Kerrigan right was injured by a man connected to her rival. Yeah. Ooh, oh, there's a thing about this. Fellow U.S. figure skater Tonya Harding, uh, sparking one of the biggest scandals in sports history. This made for some awkward practice sessions at the Olympics, <laughs> like the one shown here. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think this is where we would have had a picture or something, pulled it off the Internet. Um, again, Lil Hammer or Lily Hammer, I have no idea. On February 17, 1994, Kerrigan won a silver medal at the Olympics while Harding placed eighth and was later banned yeah, from so I can't, life I from the something sport. Like she got him to take a baseball bat to the other chick's knees or something like that, but it was like a huge scandal in the Olympics and they had to like practice. And yeah, she ended up being banned after that. But like, holy, just like, don't be in that sport if you're going to, you know, like you're going to lose. It's fine. Just don't don't do yeah so it's just like wow I did I don't yeah. I kind of remember that but I didn't this one for sure is one of the most memorable moments of the 90s and that would be the OJ Simpson trial um June 15th 1995 he struggled to fit his hand into a glove prosecutors claim he wore the night his ex-wife Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman were killed the prosecution's request to have Simpson try on the glove on which in court was a pivotal moment in the trial, which ended the former NFL star's acquittal. The famous glove. Also, for a little random fact there, um, with the O.J. Simpson trial, the lawyer of O.J. Simpson is uh, Chloe oh, Kardashian's wow. Interesting. dad. I don't know if it's Chloe and Kim. Because I think not all of them are same from the same. The three older girls are from uh, someone else, and then the two younger girls are from Bruce Jenner. Just, I'm kidding. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Fuck. Well, then Bruce Jenner, like, uh, yeah. So that the man that defended O.J. Simpson is uh, the father of Why the does that not surprise no me? famous Kardashian girls. Gross. Just kidding. Right. <laughs> Um, Rachel, Monica, Phoebe, Chandler, Ross, and Joey were the best of friends on and off of the set. A formula that led friends to become one of the most successful TV shows of all time. We have said it. We agree. The show premiered in September 1994, and nearly 10 years later, 52.5 million viewers tuned into the and show's 2004 like series finale. To follow up the Tupac with hits like <laughs> Big Papa and One More Chance, Christopher Walken, Wallace, whoa, Christopher Walken, totally different guy. Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. the notorious B.I.G., <clears throat> rose to hip-hop superstardom in the mid-90s. Shown performing on, oops, that was a picture, was Wallace was signed to Sean P. Diddy Coombs' record label Bad Boy Records. Oh, yes, Bad Boy Records. And was a central figure in the decade's tense East Coast-West Coast hip-hop war. Just six months after Tupac Shakur was shot and killed in Las Vegas, Wallace was gunned down in L.A. in 1997. And like Shakur's death, Wallace is still unsolved. And I can't believe that they're not. I like, they have to be connected. Like, they just have to be. Yeah. Yeah, and I just totally. feel like there's something that they're just not saying. 
Oh, this one's gross. How was a six-year-old beauty pageant princess slain in her home in Boulder, Colorado? More than two decades since she died on Christmas Day in 1996, the case of John Bonet Ramsey remains unsolved. Again, that disturbs me. Um, in the early days of the investigation, suspicion was cast on her parents, again, but they were later exonerated by DNA. If you look into this DNA, more, they talk, I don't know, creepy. but there's like also speculations on this being the brother. Like, it's a really weird story. Like, again, go on YouTube if you guys are bored. Like, go through all of these and just YouTube some of them and listen to what like uh, content creators do their research it's really interesting to see like people will like there's like um this one guy observe and he watches body language and it's all very interesting stuff and they talk about this and there's something going on in colorado because i feel like that's also where uh christopher chris walked uh chris what the fuck is his last name they uh he killed his wife pregnant wife and two daughters he was from colorado too <gasps> christopher Christopher something. Anyways, they just did a, mm. there's just a Netflix thing. That's another good one. Next, this one's not one of my favorites, but I remember this. So after Evander Holyfield stunned Mike Tyson with an 11th round TKO, oh my god, TKO, it's been a long fucking day. In their first matchup, boxing fans were anticipating another fight for ages. On June 28, 1997, a rematch, but the fight took a bizarre and gruesome turn in the third round. After Holyfield had headbutted gashed tyson's head tyson lost his temper in the third round and bit holyfield on the ear tearing off a chunk of the cartilage leaving the wound shown above whoops sorry guys there's pictures tyson was disqualified from the fight and later lost his boxing license because of the bite <sighs> ah, i just Holy oh, that whole thing was just gross Oh yeah. Um, this was, uh, this one's really good. This is, I, yeah, I think everyone of the nineties knows this. Um, for as far as blockbusters go, a few have matched the success of 1997's Titanic, the fictionalized love affair that yes. unfolded between Leonardo DiCaprio, mm, heartthrob and Kate Winslet aboard the doomed ship was a hit with audiences around the globe and catapulted DiCaprio to superstardom. It also shattered box office records despite its hefty 200 million budget Titanic became the first film to push past the one billion right. mark in gross revenue. Holy fuck! And it remains among the highest-grossing movies we, I of all time. I remember when it came out, Holy there were people sitting on the floor in the aisles to watch Titanic at the movie theater. Right? I'm gonna switch it because the I last one's Titanic. a little bit amazing. like heavier, and then I'll let you end with the hockey one. Um, but this one's really important because I didn't realize how far back this was. So surveillance tape from Columbine High School on April 20th, 1999, show Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold carrying guns through the school's cafeteria. The st two students carried out one of the deadliest school shootings in U.S. history, killing 12 students and one teacher before turning the guns on themselves in the school library. So Balling for Columbine is a really good documentary that explains more of that. And I Unfortunately, I feel like there may have been something bigger than that since, um, but that was like the first major school shooting in the 90s. And I like remember that clear as day because I was about that age and it was terrifying at the time. Um, but yeah, very important to show how far we've gone. But I think in the since we've had some other mishaps, too. Oh, yeah, dude, that's actually yeah, I that went because that's a big one that. Super disturbing, and it's like, 
I'd almost I've never seen the documentary, so I'd kind of like to check it out because I'd like to know like what was going on. Their kids don't That's just go into a school yeah, with guns that, for no was, reason, um, you know. Oh, I can't remember his name, Michael Moore. Um, so I know he did a couple controversial ones, but I think it was yeah. This one's a little bit different though because this is actually yeah. He did like Fahrenheit 9-11, but yeah, Bowling for Columbine is a really good documentary that gives a very clear uh, understanding of what happened and how the guys, how the kids even got to the the guns and all that in the first place. So I didn't want to end on that one. I'll let you end on a really good Canadian Mm. factoid of notes. All right. So after 20 years in the National Hockey League, Wayne Gretzky laced up his skates for the last time on April 18th, 1999, in a game that his Rangers lost 2-1 to one in overtime to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Gretzky stepped away as the league's all-time leader in points with, holy moly, 2,857, and his number 99 jersey is the only is number that, that has cool? been retired league-wide by the NHL. Oh, I just wanted to end with a nice, good That's hockey so fact. Cool. So, <laughs> those are some random facts that I pulled on the internet. I mean, there's so many, you guys. Like, the 90s was quite a pivotal time. Through this next week, if you have anything more you want to share with us that you think was important to the 90s, send it to our Be Real Babe Instagram, and we will share that. We love sharing this shit. Um, I had so much fun in this episode. Kay, how did you feel? I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was this just was fun, really and we'll good. definitely I, I be sharing pictures of our embarrassing selves through the 90s through this week as well. Um, and again, guys, send us anything you want us to share. If you or have any embarrassing photos that you're willing to sacrifice then let's see them. And also stay tuned because we have some information coming very soon about our very first uh, giveaway in the Grand Prairie area. So get excited to, to be a part of that. And we are pretty much done for this episode. The next one, you guys, is going to be, I'm just going to put a trigger warning on this one. It's going to be a bit heavier for me. This is why we decided to do this light one. Um, so we're going to dive a little bit more into just kind of what happened with my miscarriage. It won't be a very long episode, but just want to kind of share my experiences with that and then we'll also be having I believe at least one guest speaker talk about their experiences as well so we hope you enjoyed this throwback join us next time catch all episodes on Apple Podcasts Spotify YouTube we are everywhere and yeah that wraps it up for me Kay how about you all right we'll see you next time guys that is a wrap babe Thank you guys so much for stopping by today. We appreciate you so, so much. If you like this episode and you want to hear more or be updated with episode drops, please make sure to send us some love on our Instagram page, the Be Real Babe podcast. Give us a follow and stay tuned for more realness coming to you next week. Until next time, babes.